Hello, explorers, and welcome to Q&A episode 37 of Unbroken. I'm Alexandra Amore, and today I wanted to talk about uh, something that's not so much a question, but it is um, an observation about the courage it takes to look in a different direction for answers. And in our case, of course, it's specifically about an unwanted habit. And I've just been mulling this over for a few days and thought it would be a good thing to explore. I think it's it might help us to be a little bit more gentle with ourselves as we're um, going on this exploration. So that's definitely the intention. So a couple things. Why do I say courage? And I think I love the, you know, I'm going to be the nerd that talks about the um, root or the origin of the word courage, and it has to do with heart, actually. So the word core um, or course, core, I think, is the Latin spelling of heart. And course, C-O-U-R, I'm probably pronouncing that wrong, I think is the French uh, word for heart. So courage really has to do with, it seems to me, pursuing a heartfelt desire or following our hearts. And for me, that's definitely what this exploration of the inside out understanding has been, especially as it relates to uh, overcoming an overeating habit. So that's why I chose that word courage. And then when I talk about looking in a different direction, what do I mean by different? And I guess this is the thing. This is why it takes some courage. And that's because I I feel like our culture is not oriented in a way that um, supports this kind of exploration. And, you know, through no one's fault, the the way that we live our lives and the way our lives appear is as though they work from the outside in, as though our experiences uh, have an effect on, uh, like chip away at our well-being or our um, resilience and that kind of thing. And that we have to be, in order to be resilient or well, we have to do that in spite of what's going on. When instead we look at things from an inside out perspective, we're always coming from the foundational understanding that we are whole and well and resilient, not in spite of life, but, but innately that, that those qualities are always there and no, with no exceptions, you know, every single person has this, um, foundation, this core, the center of themselves, the essence of themselves is always well and whole. And that spark of light, we could say, in each person uh, never goes away, no matter, you know, no matter what has gone on in their lives. So, but because, you know, in a mainstream way, we don't look at life that way, when we are exploring this understanding and beginning to see how life works from the inside out. It, it can, so I guess that there were three ways that I saw that it can require courage. 
And the first way is that that approach really flies in the face of how most people believe that life works. And I'll give you a quick example. Uh, I've talked before on this show about the condo that I live in being for sale. And I had a neighbor who, when this first came up, um, and I told her the news, and she kind of almost, you know, had a little panic and started to ask me, well, what are you going to do and what's going to happen? And um, are you going to look for somewhere else to live? And and this happened, this conversation happened more than once, you know, it happened two or three times. And I kept saying, no, you know, I'm just going to let things unfold. Uh, I trust that if there's some action for me to take, that that will occur to me. You know, I really trust my inner compass or whatever it is um, to let me know if there's something I need to do. And until I feel a nudge, you know, a guidance, uh, a little idea pop into my head about that, I'm not going to do anything. You know, there's in the present moment, there's nothing to be done because nothing has happened yet. You know, yes, the condo is on the open market, but there, there's, there's nothing else that's going on. And I could see that this answer sort of perplexed her a little bit. And, you know, I tried not to go all woo-woo on her and bang her over the head with what I felt was the right um, direction for me or the right choice at that moment. But I could see that what I said sort of confused her a little bit. And each time we spoke about it, that confusion was still there. So, and at the time that I realized that made me a little bit uncomfortable, I felt a little bit exposed, I guess, but, you know, for sharing the approach that I was taking. Um, and... So I guess that's what I mean when, you know, when things fly in the face, you, and, and that's a very simple example, but, I, you know, I felt a tiny bit of pushback from her, not in anything she said, but just in the confusion that I saw in her face. And of course, when we take on more serious examples, you know, if we had something that had higher stakes for, let's say we were in partnership with somebody and that person wanted to take action in that specific situation. And I, you know, I wasn't feeling like we needed to do that. Um, the stakes would be a little higher and, you know, we might have to, I don't know, stand by what felt right at the time, uh, a little more than I did in the example of talking to my neighbor. But yeah, I just, I just thought that that's one way that um, we need to show a little bit of courage. Um, sorry, I pronounced that wrong, but maybe that was a Freudian slip. Um, a courage in, yeah, in just exploring life this way. And then, you know, if it came to explaining to somebody else about the approach that we were taking about an unwanted habit, the things we were doing like... Um, you know, not adding more thinking to the mix, um, allowing our uh, moods and feelings to flow through us without attaching to them, 
trying to look upstream at the nature of thought rather than downstream and um, controlling our behavior, trying to change our behavior that way, that too could feel uh, a little bit uh, like we're flying in the face of, you know, the general knowledge and consensus about how one would go about uh, changing an overeating habit or losing weight. And other than with you guys and with my work and with uh, the podcast, um, I haven't had to do too much of that. People just out in the general public haven't really asked me. It just doesn't come up. And it's something that I'm interested um, to see how I would approach having that conversation with somebody who was completely um, unaware of the three principles. And um, again, I wouldn't bash them over the head with it, but, you know, beginning at a very kind of um, gentle and uh, what's the right word? No, I was going to say non-confrontational. That's not quite what I mean. Uh, Just beginning at a place that's very simple, I think, and not filled with a lot of uh, three principles lingo, but just maybe describing my experience. Um, yeah, in a very simple way, that seems like that would be the best approach in that moment. So the second way that um, it feels like we might need to display some courage uh, when it comes to exploring this inside out understanding is has to do with patience. And this has to do with the way that insight works and how insight doesn't happen on demand. And there can be times, and I'm going through one right now, where we can be looking for insight about something and it, you know, insight shows up on its own time. It shows up when it's ready, it seems to me. And, you know, I've maybe talked before about how there might be conditions that we can create that might encourage insight and you know I'm not even sure that that's true like if you know I've had um, lots of insights when I've when my mind has been relatively quiet but I've had lots of insights when it's been relatively stirred up as well so perhaps looking in this direction is the thing that uh, enables insight. Uh, you know, that's not 100% true either, because people have insights when they know nothing about the principles. In fact, I think that's how change always occurs. And people may not label it that way. But I genuinely believe that it is always insight that enables us to change. So yeah, when we're wanting to change and looking to make a change in our lives to how we're eating, it can be, it can require some patience to, to wait for insight, to allow insight to come through, um, because it doesn't come through on demand. So that's the second, uh, reason why I think we sometimes have to show courage in this exploration. And then the third thing that I'll talk about today is that we show courage when we really accept what's going on in the moment 
And I, I mean that in really big ways and really s- tiny, small ways as well. So it takes courage to accept our feelings in the moment, to accept our thinking when it's super stirred up and um, if, you know, it's, we're having a real thought storm, accepting that and seeing it for what it is and not fighting it or trying to change it by adding a whole bunch more thinking on top of what's already there, allowing whatever's there to happen, um, to just be the way it is, whether that's something we're feeling, something we're thinking, something that's going on with somebody else. Um, there's a lot of patience that goes on there too, but it's, it's courageous to just accept who we are, what's happening in the moment, and to accept and embrace other people for the same reasons, for who they are, and see the light in them, the resilience in them, the resourcefulness, the, um, you know, the brilliance in their design as well, even when there's stuff going on that we don't necessarily like in, within ourselves or within somebody else. So those are the three reasons why I think it can take courage to look in this slightly different direction when it comes to resolving an unwanted habit or any, you know, uh, resolving anything in our lives, just exploring the inside out nature of life. And I'm sure there are others, but those were the ones that occurred to me this morning as I was preparing to record the podcast. So That's it for me today. I hope all is well with you and I will see you again next week. Take care. Bye. Thank you for listening. I hope you found the show helpful and uplifting. You'll find all the backlist episodes and show notes at unbrokenpodcast.com. To learn more about how to resolve an overeating habit in a way that's unlike anything else you've tried, go to freedomfromovereating.com. Use the coupon code podcast at checkout to save 20% on this unique and comprehensive course. See you next time.